Hi, and welcome back to Don't IEP Alone. I'm Lisa Leitner from adayinourshoes.com, and welcome back to the only podcast dedicated to helping parents navigate the IEP process. Today, we are going to discuss what is the most important part of an IEP. It's a question I get a lot, and I get it because from start to finish, from evaluations to implementation of the IEP and progress monitoring, you go through a bunch of different steps, you sign a lot of different forms, and there certainly are a lot of different components of the IEP. So what is the most important section of the IEP? I know most parents, they want to flip to the back right away and see what kinds of supports and services their child's going to get. They want to know how much pullout you're getting, how much time is that child going to spend in the resource room, what does the placement say, how many therapy hours a week am I going to get, right? That's where everybody flips to. But in my opinion, and this is something I was taught by a mentor many years ago, the most important part of the IEP is the present levels section. Yep, let you digest that for a minute. Um, different states call it different things. It might be PLOP for present levels of performance. Um, there's another acronym, uh, was a PLAA, FP for academic and functional performance. Um, I just always refer to it as present levels. It's generally near the front of the IEP. And it is the section of the IEP that kind of drives the IEP. So this is a great starting point if you're having IEP issues, is to go to the present levels section and read it. And while you're reading it, actually before you read it, I would jot down what areas of need that your child has that aren't currently being met. Think about what areas they're struggling right now, what isn't working, and I would jot those down. Then read your present levels and compare it to your little notes there. And is every area of need identified in present levels? That's usually a good starting point because if the area of need is not listed in present levels, then you're not going to find a goal for it. And if you don't find a goal, you're not going to find supports and services to achieve that goal. So yes, present levels is the section of the IEP that kind of sets the tone. It should list all of the child's strengths and areas of need. It should be very thorough. You want it to be accurate. You want it to be comprehensive. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It should be everything about your child. Because again, if it's not listed as an area of need, it's not going to be addressed later in the IEP. A lot of times I hear parents say, well, I just want them to be pulled out for social skills, or I want them to get social skills instruction, or social skills and executive function. Those are two big ones um, that often I find parents have to really kind of struggle to get instruction or maybe not accommodations, but struggle to get instruction on those two things. But if you look at your present levels section, 
chances are that social skills deficits and executive functioning deficits may not even be listed. It's not a common evaluation to do. So it's just often not there. Um, so you want to ask if it's not in present levels, you want to either, you can go about it a few ways. You, you want to ask for it, but they can either um, use existing data that they have and kind of say, oh, well, right, you know, we looked at this data, but we didn't, you know, they're kind of like reevaluating data and can determine that this is an issue or ask for more evaluations to get it listed, but somehow you can get it listed. A third way is that when it is IEP time, list it yourself as far as your parent concerns. Parent concerns go in the IEP. So if there's an area of need that the school has not identified and is not willing to evaluate for, you can list it yourself. And when it gets included in your parent concerns, it becomes part of the child's record. I hope that helps. Um, so that it just starts your paper trail. If you don't, you know, of course you can always file for due process and mediation for all these different things. Um, but if you're not really ready to take them to task on it just yet, you can at least start the paper trail that, hey, last year on the IEP, I mentioned that my child struggles with, you know, organizational skills, which would fall under um, executive functioning. And then a year later, if the child's failing a bunch of classes because he loses his homework all the time or doesn't complete projects, um, you have the data that says, hey, I told you a year ago that my child struggles with this and you refuse to acknowledge and address it. So why is he being penalized now? Um, so it just, it just gets it in there in the record. So present levels is definitely the most important part of the IEP, again, because it sets the tone and drives the rest of the IEP. If it's not in present levels, there's not going to be a goal for it. And if there's not a goal for it, there may not be a support strategy or service in place to achieve it. Okay, so take a look at your present levels section and write letters and start emails if you need to. Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon.